What's up, guys? I'm TJ Trepanier, and this is the Rudd's Racing Unlocked Podcast, where we will be discussing all aspects of racing and what it takes to get out on the track. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to another episode of Rudd's Racing Unlocked Podcast. So today, we have our buddy Marlo with us. What's up, Marlo? How you doing? What's going on? Obviously, we got DJ over here. Howdy, y'all. What's up, what's up? So what we're going to do is we're going to dive into a little bit more about Marlo. Um, he is a sponsored racer over at Rudd's Racing. So we're going to kind of get to know him a little bit more, what he does, how he got into racing, and all that good stuff. So, hey, man. Doing good? Everything's Dude, sweet? Everything's, everything's nice and beautiful Living here, that man. dream, baby, huh? Yeah, man. Yep. Just chilling. All right. So let's jump into this a little bit. So you work for K Power, right? Yep. Yep. What do you do there? What what is what is what is K Power for the people that don't know and kind of what do you do behind the scenes or in front and that type of thing? So K Power was uh originally K Miata. Um uh runs by it's ran by David Calzada, really cool dude, um super laid back. But uh you know, main priority of the whole company is to kind of make uh cars that have really good chassis just like that just have really shitty motors mm-hmm. and uh the whole purpose is just like putting hondas in it the honda yeah. motors in it so yeah. like k24s k20s like even like even like the the k24 z3s that like nobody really likes mm-hmm. you know but like it's pretty sweet like being being in there and like knowing kind of like the ins and outs of everything and just like watching everything come up come up like you know yeah. be built from the ground up yeah but uh, I was originally hired on to do machine work, mm-hmm. so I was like a apprentice CNC stuff. How long have you been there? Uh, it'll be like a year in like December first, I believe. Nice, yeah. nice. So like not not really too long, but um, yeah, just like doing all the machining. Uh, we had like four Haas CNC machines, and then um, I think like within like a month or two of me starting there, we ended up buying like a brand new one, and then uh, pretty much ever since then, just kind of uh, you know been jumping off yeah just just kind of working machine to machine Mm -hmm. you know just doing all that and then um then releasing the uh the brz kit uh the k k brz frs kit and stuff and uh we realized that we're gonna need to do like a huge production run of wiring harnesses and uh i just figured that you know like i want to get my feet wet with uh with that type of stuff and like get in the wiring you know like you know whatever the the mil spec harnesses like all the rake yeah. and stuff like that just yeah. kind of like understand it it's something out. good to know I yeah mean, especially for even in your own build so you don't stay with it or anything like that it's something good to know because then you can jump out and kind of maybe I, I don't know do your own thing if you ever wanted to it in some type of future or even like you were saying with your own car be able to knock that shit out and be good yeah with it. yeah so so i basically you know went up to david and i was like hey listen like you can find someone you know pay someone professional to you know take care of all these harnesses and stuff or i'm already here you know just yeah. you can find another button pusher willing to work yeah. yeah so like we had we have john coster who's just like a wiring guru pretty much knows everything about almost every single honda ever made mm-hmm. and uh just to be under his wing and kind of learn everything through him is uh has been pretty sweet so nice you know we started started off with kind of different parts of uh the brz engine harness and um going forward and kind of you know learning how to pin everything learning how to de-pin stuff you know like trying to learn how to 
fix your mess ups, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and then Ray Hemming and all that other jazz. All the fun stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. I fucking lost my train of thought Jeez, there. Joking on a dick. Uh, yeah. Jeez, I, I, they can't, 3, I, I can't help it. I can't help it. <laughs> All right, so now that we know kind of what you're doing, let's dive into kind of how you got into racing. What what's like what got you really started with everything? Um, what it, got you in the cars to start off with? Like, it, what's it, your background there? It all started with uh, my grandfather. My grandfather was kind of like this uh, pro am drag racer back in the early '70s. Nice. Um, growing up, uh, I was not when he ended up actually being done with all the drag racing stuff. I wasn't even born yet. But uh, back in the day, he had a 57 Chevy um, hey. with a 427 big block, you know, just full-blown drag car. And, um, and him and his, a team of him and his brothers, the, the, the drag team was called the Bonilla Brothers. So okay. if anybody's, you know, kind of familiar with old school drag racing up in Great Lakes, if they've ever heard the Ground Pounder or the Bonilla Brothers. I bet um, you my grandpa would know about I, that. I guarantee you my grandfather's probably raced your grandfather before yep. or something mm-hmm. like that. So, um once once i was old enough or or actually when i was growing up it was always like cars and sports Mm -hmm. um at the time i wasn't able to have a car you know like you know no license no nothing or whatever so it was all just like sports focused and Um, admiring cars always yeah yeah and then i know the feeling and then uh my cousins uh some of the other people might know like steve santos peter um, all those guys, they eventually got into Hondas. And so being around them, that's when I found my love of Hondas. Yeah. Um, I actually used to like, not really like Hondas too much. I like my first car ever was about to be a Datsun 280Z. Oh, so I mean, that's not a bad first car. <laughs> yeah. And like, and I remember Steve one day, he, I was like, yo man, like, I really want to buy this car. Like I'm saving up some money for it. And he goes, dude, you're going to be the slowest car out in the street. And I was like, oh. I was like, oh man. Steve like, always talking shit. Yeah. Damn. And I was like, I can't do that. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, all right, man, like I, I don't want to do that. So then what do I do? I buy a single cam civic. <laughs> so like, right, well, and then he's still the slowest yeah, car. Yeah. Still, still the slowest car on the street. But, um, eventually just kind of kind of being into with with being into it with uh, all my family um watching them go to the drag strip and everything and then my first time ever going to honda meet mm-hmm. um i was just like yo this is this is the coolest thing ever yeah. so i want this is where i want to yeah be. i want to mm-hmm. i want to get into this and yeah. then um i found like japanese time attack and i started watching like all the Sukuba, you know, like the, uh, the yeah. time attack stuff out yeah. in Sukuba and just like fell in love with, you know, the stuff that they were doing out there and just like realizing like how cool this stuff was, you yeah. know, cause mm-hmm. like driving around, you know, on a street and like, you can be that kind of jag off and it's like, oh, you yeah, think man. you're all cool. Yeah. 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 And then like, yeah. you know, like in that same guy, like goes out on the track and like, he can't drive for shit. For shit. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't want to be that guy. So like, uh, that's why I just love, I love road course stuff. And yeah. I mean, I've never done any drag racing stuff, but I would totally love to get into it. Yeah. So you basically started off doing a lot of road course and stuff like that. That's yeah. Kind of yeah. Yeah. So my first track day was when I was 19 years old. I had a red EK uh, hatch. Um, <laughs> I had a, it had a GSR in it. It was actually the same motor that was in the gold car. Really? Yeah. It's so, been around that long. Yeah. 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 Fuck. Um, I remember getting getting the motor and actually bringing it to one six. Um, and having um, Mark and DJ take a look at it, and mm-hmm. you know, like we, you know, rebuilt the whole motor from the ground up, all brand new, everything, and yeah. just kind of threw it all in. Um, I didn't touch it. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah. I, just because I worked here doesn't mean I thought, yeah. hey, hey, that's that's besides the point. Yeah. What are you trying to get at here? Yeah, hey, we'll talk about that. <laughs> later. We'll, we'll talk we'll about leave that, it at later. that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So like you know, first track day and um, uh, when I was nineteen and just been falling in love ever since. You know. Mm-hmm. So. So how many track days do you think you've done, just for? So, when, let's see, my, per year, how many do you think you do? I don't know. I would have to say like ever since, so like ever since I started kind of getting into it with grid life and kind of helping out with that stuff, um, I've been kind of doing every time that I can at least afford it. But yeah. um, when I started out as 19, I was probably doing like maybe one to two events. And it's then, not cheap. No, it, and it wasn't like I was doing the whole thing, like making $9 an hour. Like I have no, till this day, I have no idea how I even scrounged yeah. up any of the cash, you know, and like when all these kids are like, or all these guys are like, Oh man, like I don't have the money to do it. Like I'm like, dude, I did it for like nine dollars an hour. You know what I mean? <laughs> Back like, in the day, yeah, made yeah, it work. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm not. I mean, I'm not making any money now. You mm-hmm. know, but whatever. So hey, compared to then, yeah, like compared, yeah, compared, now. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I always I always tell everybody like if like 19 year old me saw like 24 year old me, yeah, like he'd be so jealous. Like dang, yeah, man, I like, wish I had oh, that. Like like, <laughs> yeah. oh, like even even now, like even the car like in the garage right now, like in the current state it's in, it's like oh. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm so jealous. Of that. Yeah, yeah, I feel the yeah. same way. I would have yeah. been the same thing. Uh, so you mentioned that you're working for uh, Grid Life a little bit, or yeah. helping out with Grid Life. Kind of yeah. uh, dive into that a little bit more. Let's um, see kind of what you're doing. I do the whole kind of like pit lane stuff. So like, if you're ever at a Grid Life event, you can see me in pit lane, kind of you know, flagging people on, getting every all the GLTC guys ready for the race, just kind of like hyping everybody up. Mm-hmm. But mostly the main thing is just like uh, the security and safety, yeah. uh, making sure like spectators and just random people aren't just like walking out into the pits while everybody's yeah. going out there and hanging on the fences. Yeah. And yeah. And yeah. like <laughs> releasing people out on the track, you know, mm-hmm. like when someone comes off or off, check their cars a yeah. little bit, you know, make sure everything's all good, mm-hmm. send them out on their way or something like that. But yeah. my, my favorite is the GLTC stuff because you like when all the guys are coming up mm-hmm. and they're all in like the, the, like lining up and everything they're all getting out of their cars and like they're all like talking shit to each other yeah and like i'm sitting there and i'm like walking up and like because on the same time i do all the impound stuff with charlie mm-hmm. um so like i'm the pit lane during like or before the race and everything yeah. and then after the race i'll do all like the impound so like we'll weigh the cars we'll make sure everybody's legal we'll dyno a car if we have to um and so like sometimes i'll get into these some of these guys heads i'm like yo i'm gonna I'm gonna weigh your car after this. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like you better not win by too much. Like, I'll just start going on messing get you. on, yeah, like get messing around with people. <laughs> like, but it's cool because like you end up develop developing like a little bit of like relationship with a lot of these guys yeah. that like otherwise you I would have never talked to these guys. You know, like what what do they need to talk to me for? You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? So like other than that, it's just really cool to have that sort of experience. It's sweet getting into that that circle, like being able to talk to all of them, and then I know we were kind of talking offline about how you are going to be jumping into it here soon. And it's definitely going to help you once you get in there because you already know a lot of the guys. And so yeah. it'll be a yeah. little bit smoother for you to get in there and still talk shit. There, yeah. Buddy. Oh, I'm still, I'm still going to talk <laughs> shit. I mean, come on. I, 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 if anybody knows Steve, uh, you know, I grew up with one of the greatest shit talkers ever to exist. You know? so. <laughs> yeah. Facts. So Facts. the guys, the guys taught me everything I know about talking shit. There we go. That's what I like to hear. Um, so what has been your favorite not raised work event that you've done? Um, my favorite not race work event. Um, I don't know, like Midwest Fest was pretty fun. It was the first time I was ever at an actual festival. Yeah. But, um, through 
kind of volunteering for all this stuff, being able to kind of drive all the way across, like all the way around the country. Like um, at the be- at the end of last year in February, we went to NOLA and that was like, I've oh, never really? been to New Orleans before. And like that, that was like just the drive down there alone was like I checked off bucket list stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. me and my buddy, like we drove all the way down there. Like I just bought my Sequoia and everything. And I was like, oh, this is going to be sick. Like we're going to go yeah. down there. Like I've never been in New Road Orleans. Road trip. Yeah. That is sick. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think, I don't know, NOLA was pretty sweet just because being able to go around the French Quarter is just, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, there's not going to be a, a time where I'm... Turning race like, into vacation. Yeah, yeah, it's so pretty much cool it. about it. Yeah, yeah. but uh, either NOLA or, like, NCM. NCM is a pretty sweet track. Okay. That's a, you know, National Corvette Museum. That mm-hmm. one's pretty cool. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I love any track. Yeah. A- every track. As long as I'm at a racetrack, I love it. It's a whole different atmosphere. I mean, yeah. everybody's always having a good time. Unless they're breaking down, then that's usually when yeah. you, know, you start seeing a little negativity. But every time I've been at anything, it seemed like everyone's high-spirited, and it's really fun to be around everything. Yeah, you just create so many stories, and mm-hmm. you create so many memories. Like, even if you have a breakdown, like, people are always going to remember, like, you know, even if even if you have a drive that's, like, the drive down there was was, you know, easy and then yeah. the drive back was easy like you're not really gonna remember it you're gonna remember like yeah we drove down there and like something broke on the way down there and like we barely made it yeah. barely made it there and like barely made it back you know yep. that's like when we were going to autobahn and it was just pouring rain the entire time i was like oh yeah fuck here we go man it's yeah. just downpouring i don't got any windows <laughs> you know, i'm screwed yeah. <laughs> oh we i had a I have a really funny autobahn story is uh it was the first grid life event that i was ever actually like were like driving in autobahn mm-hmm. uh uh time and uh I remember it was like a hundred plus degrees out. Ooh. I I was just like, it was, I was like ready. You know, I woke up super early. I was on the way down there. I had my little cup of coffee with me like on the way down. And all of a sudden I'm like driving and I get to I-80. And I-80 is like one of the most like wrecked streets ever, like mm-hmm. highways ever, like potholes, everything. Shit show. It is horrible. Yeah. And so I hit a bump <laughs> as I'm taking a sip of coffee. And, like, this is, like, still, like, it's in the morning time, like, 90-plus degrees in the morning. So, it's, like, it's already sucks, right? <laughs> I get hot-ass coffee all over all over me, right? And I'm, like, oh, shit. And then all of a sudden, like, my car starts, like, vibrating. And then, like, it just starts pulling left and right, like, just, like, out of nowhere. Like, Getting something's wrong. Something's <laughs> wrong with the, with the um, suspension or something. Like, I probably bent, bent something or whatever. Yeah. Stop at a Walgreens. Get myself a new shirt because I only, I mean... I live 45 minutes away from Autobahn, yeah. you know, I don't mm-hmm. even bring clothes or anything. No. And, uh, pretty much just kind of like, um, look at my car. And I noticed that the camber on the car was just dirt, nasty slammed. <laughs> like, like I had to have had at least like maxed out the skunk two arms that I had on the time. Just like, just like this. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? How like, could this like, have happened right Yeah. Here? Right. <laughs> and so like the whole entire event, I was trying to fix the camber issue. Yeah. And like I was pulling camber out and I had no toe plates or nothing. I'd pull the camber out and then like would go on the track and just like wing it. Like you know <laughs> what I mean? Like like I don't even know what I'm doing. All like, over the place. Still, like I'm all you know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, just winging everything. Like mm-hmm. car feels like shit and everything, but like I'm still driving as hard as I possibly could, right? Yeah, you're already there, might as well yeah. do it. So then like just like changing everything, changing everything and like 
just ever since that day has just been like, all right, I'm checking camera bolts you every know, like time, every single time, every time. <laughs> so did you find out what was wrong with it? Was camera bolts? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. basically, just you know, done those. Uh, on the the EKs and EGs and all that stuff, like mm-hmm. the upper camber arms, yep. you know, you know how like they're, they're um, they can adjust, yeah, yeah, yeah how they, mm-hmm. but with like the screw and it's like yep. it's like the most pain in the ass thing to even get to, you know it's what I mean? Fucking annoying. And so I guess it was just like that bump was just enough to just knock Knocked them it. loose yeah. and you know just cambered it everything inside, you know. <laughs> but uh, that ride home, it started raining. And Ooh. I was still like maxed out five degrees of camber and like every little patch of like wet spot that I hit, the car would get all like really wild <laughs> and I'm just like white knuckling it on the way home. Just like, I'm like, I just need to get home. Was that in the hatch? Home. That was in the hatch. The yeah. hatch? Yeah. 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 That was in the hatch. That was when I, that was when I daily drove it. You were daily driving that thing? Yeah. There's, that's, yeah, that was another. Okay, we'll dive into yeah. that a little bit, a little yeah. bit. Um, so a little bit back more into the grid life stuff. Um, <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. I got something in my fucking throat. Um, with the fuck the grid life, the last event. What was that? Was that the Midwest Fest? Yeah, yeah. Midwest yeah, Fest. Yeah, you were all there for all that. Yep. Uh, do you help set up all of, like the music and all that shit too, or like do you um, coordinate everything? The music is set up by like the stand and stuff. That's mm-hmm. all set up by uh, like another company. Okay. You know that that grid life hires. Yep. You know the the company that they hire to rent out the stage and everything. Okay. They do all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, so you don't really have to worry about anything. They I mean, it. not really. Like, if we want, like, on Saturday night when the concert was over, um, we just kind of were like, yo, let's get a team together. Let's help these guys knock all this out. You know, like, the faster we get this stuff knocked out, then, then the faster, like, well, like, the yeah, the faster we can leave, but, like, the, also the better that, you know, some of these guys just, you know, can have a break. Because some of these guys have been were there since Monday. Oh, really? Yeah. I had originally tried taking off um, – the entire week mm-hmm. so that way i can go over there help set up you know all the camping and stuff like that um just really trying to like get my hands dirty with all that stuff just trying to help it any way i can do you help coordinate with like all the campers and stuff that go in there with because i know they have electricity and all that in there right? um n- that's not me no, no that's that's like charlie he's uh he's like head of the operations over there oh. so setting up everything dude's a just a man amongst I was about to say, boys that seems like, like that guy's just sh- insane it seems like that would be a shit show with a lot of people coming in especially yeah. how they come and like lined up yeah well i mean like that i think they have everything set up pretty nicely you know like they, i don't know if you've been to gingerman like the back section of the gingerman where they have mm-hmm. yeah way know, back over there yeah yeah so mm-hmm. like but like where the garages are past the pond yeah there's like another back road that you can take to you know uh to like turn to yeah like way back and so like when they come in there's another entrance Mm -hmm. um by those garages over there so like all the fans and stuff they just come through the garage or that area and then they it's no traffic is bothered by for the cars like the actual drivers and stuff like that nice nice that is good to know. It's just something I've always wondered every time I've gone there. I'm like, all right, who they got their shit down? Shit dude, they because, got their shit down. Because I feel like every time we show up, we're already kind of late, and everybody's already set up dude. really nice there. I'm like, all right, yeah. these motherfuckers know what they're doing here. <laughs> I remember DJ showing up on what was it? Would you show up like Friday? When? On um, for uh, Good Life? This last one? No, yeah. I was there Thursday. Come on, Thursday? Yeah, Thursday, Friday. There, like Thursday, one o'clock. I all felt right, like I was so, early. So yeah, so but like. It was funny because his DJ shows up. He's got all the space in the world to pull his truck in. And then all of a sudden, like, a couple hours later, like, this dude comes in in a big-ass, like, it had to be, like, what, it was, like, a three-car hauler almost? Oh, yeah, it was huge. 
dude like had no room to pull the car in and i'm just like pulled the truck and trailer in and i'm like dude how the hell is he doing this like he should have came like hours ago yeah. you know what i mean but yeah. like he still got it in didn't even touch anybody else's he was boss dude hey. i mean he had some spotters but okay i mean he still did it you know i, I know a couple of people that would just freak out yeah that's me i would have freaked the fuck out i wouldn't be able to do that yeah. i can rarely do a single car <laughs> i mean what was it like for you Working at other motorsport shop. I mean, K-Power, yeah, you guys are like a race shop, but you're more of like a race park shop. What was it like working in like a real race shop, kind of like us, So like Fall Line is way... Yeah, so like working for Fall... I worked for Fall Line for probably about like a year, year and a half or so. Mm-hmm. Um, when I when I got in there, um, I was like super, super green, just eyes just wide open. Like, I'm like, oh my God. I mean, like, Fall Line's facility, I've never personally seen it, but I've seen pictures from what you've shown me and like other people. Like, yeah. dude, it just looks beautiful. Like, it's, yeah. White it's, floors. It's top notch. You know, but, shit everywhere. Yeah, nice. yeah, white, white, really? white floors, polished every single day. You really? know, like sometimes three, four times a day. You know what I mean? Like, like it's, it's top notch over there. Like they gotta, they gotta set up, but it's all business. Like, it's yeah. like a lot of these guys, like you talk to a lot of these technicians over there mm-hmm. and like they don't go to the track unless it's money involved you know oh, like really? like if you're like well they've probably the, done it so much maybe that they're just like burnt out like hey if you're not gonna pay me why would i go you know yeah, ex- that's exactly what it is you know and like there's a couple guys that i met like there's one dude uh i believe his name was matt jensen super cool guy uh backstory on him he does circle track racing but with like harleys and oh, like he'll really? do like he'll do like eighth mile like on the dirt or he'll do eighth mile on like tarmac or like the, that's you know, concrete or whatever yeah um super super cool dude and uh he actually worked uh with the real-time team so like the real-time tsx the Mm -hmm. one that was like the fastest production car up pike's peak like he had a hand in building that thing and like it was super cool like like all these dudes i would pick their brain on everything like these guys hated me because i'd be asking them (laughs) questions constantly you know as they're trying to work and do shit yeah Yeah. but like at the same time too like you know every single day i was like yo like what can i help with what can i help Mm -hmm. with like because i'm so new to it they were kind of like yo like you just keep keep mopping floors yeah keep mopping floors (laughs) you know you gotta work your way into that you know yeah Yeah, of course i mean it's annoying when you want to help right yeah at the same time like when i hired the first kid apprentice over here i was just like you know take my garbage out like yeah show yeah. me show me that you're gonna do the shit that i don't want to do well to get to that level you know what i mean you work yeah. your work your way up everybody so. started somewhere you're never gonna start right at the top yeah. you know, if you're jumping into it you gotta start doing you know grunt work that's how it always goes yeah but things got things got a little bit to the point where um it was so much about business there like i realized that like my love for racing was starting to slip away mm-hmm. if like i really wanted to do this yeah um just they're at the track you know it almost seemed like 52 weeks out of the year oh really it's it's almost what it seems like you know damn i mean like obviously it wasn't but like i worked hand in hand with the truck drivers and like the truck drivers would come in like let's just say they would come in in august they wouldn't leave until october to go back to their families really and one of them was from uh canada oh shit and so so like and so, like, he would come in, and they would, like, all live in, like, different people's houses and stuff. And, That's like, crazy. Yeah. It was just... I could never do that. It. I mean, like, there was a point in time where there was... I don't know if I remember. There was a race in... I think it was a race at Road America that right as soon as the race ended, we had to load the cars up, and then the truck drivers had to drive from Road America to VIR. <laughs> And then from VIR, they had to drive the truck to another track. So, like, they were gone three consecutive weeks. And then the cars came back. And, like, my job at the time was to clean and detail all these cars. Yeah. And so, like, 
these cars are going through three race weekends, like haven't even been cleaned anything. Uh-huh. Like they're covered in fucking like everything, everything, yeah. you know, bugs and all that shit. Like, Bug. especially, you know, especially like you get to these foresty tracks, like there's a whole bunch of bugs and shit stuff over there. And like, it's been caked on and stuff. So for three races. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah after one, you can pull your car and be like, dang, I really need to wash. Yeah. This one. So three yeah. in a row. And so, so what was, what was following clients? Like, oh, is dude, it like professional like, racers or just BMW people that are like, it was, NASA it was or? like your, your type of dude that was like, like, yo, I run a fortune 500 company and you know, I want to get away from my wife. You know what I mean? So, so like when cars, the, when the truck drivers are taking drivers. those cars out there, is it fall line cars or they just, they have the car, they pay fall on to just maintain it the whole time. They, it's their car. It's the, the customer's car. 100%. Okay. Um, a couple of the cars are like the owner's cars. Like, um, uh, Mark Bowden, the owner, uh, Joey Bowden, Joey Bowden, the, uh, the, the son, um, really cool kid, by the way. Um, they had their own cars and then they would also pack the haulers with all the customer cars that wanted to go to the race. Okay. Um, so like we had like doctors and we had business owners and we had just right. like basically anybody deep that pockets. could, f- oh dude, deep super, pockets. super deep. Yeah. Like, I mean, racing isn't cheap. General, no, you know, no, so not at all. Like, like, well, but that's just cool as fuck. I mean, the what fall line is growing yeah. to. I mean, if we could be there, that'd be sweet. If someone was like, "Hey, I oh know, yeah, I totally," to do, but I don't want to have to put my. I know some people that were gonna work over there, and like the stress level of like having to get shit done. Like, oh, I was stressed out every day. Yeah, I was, I, I, don't, I, I, don't I like was stressed that. out every single. Like the only time I was, I was like feeling good, was when I was able to. Um, legitimately get in a car drive it outside and like wash it right like it was like i it was my own little zen moment yeah like i had chill. i had names for all the little cars like <laughs> they're like falling mostly porsches and mm-hmm. bmws and so like Shit, that'd be nice to just get in those and drive those oh around, man so. like like so like we had this white we had this white porsche <laughs> it was a customer that um was just getting his feet wet into like a little bit more serious racing mm-hmm. and uh white on white white everything you know Ooh. just like white outside white wheels and like i'm like oh damn like you know what's a really good name for this car michaela like that's a really good like white girl name like you know what <laughs> white i mean girl name. yeah like like i was i was starting to name all these cars you mm-hmm. know but uh most of the time like when these guys would show up like it wasn't even like it was like hey is like my car ready mm-hmm. you know what i mean like these guys just show up to the track yeah you know some of them flown in on a helicopter you jesus know? yeah it was it was pretty crazy that is something crazy to see and like experience, but <clears throat> like getting away from that or getting into that, I could definitely say how it would deter you from like wanting to get out there or not deter you, um, drag you away from it and like drag your passion away from it a little bit. Cause yeah. you're seeing everyone so stressed out or yeah. running around all the time and having to worry about shit all the time. And then people show up and they're like, Hey, is my car ready to go? All right, thanks. Like, yeah. And just jump and it, in the car. But it wasn't even, it wasn't even like being stressed out of whether or not the car was ready to go is more so like, this is fall line, you know, like yeah. this is, this, this is pretty much the, the best it can get when it comes cool. down into when, com- mm. but when it comes down to like a club level, like setup, yeah. you know, like we had, uh, the son of, uh, we had Cooper McNeil, the son of the owner of weather tech, mm-hmm. like he comes in, you know, and like he just, they're just throwing money, you yeah. know, they want everything to be perfect. And so like, it's gotta be perfect. But like, if you're going to be fall line, it's going to be, have to be perfect. Yeah. Well, that's how it goes when you get to the top like that. Yeah. It's, so, and, and it's crazy to me, too, is, like, Fall Line has that, you know, it's got to be perfect, but we do the same thing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but, and this shit here, like, but, if, yeah. if I'm not happy with it, I'm, I make the guys redo it. Yeah, and, like, well, that's I feel like it should be for any shop. Yeah. If, it should be like that for any exactly. shop. Like, if someone comes yeah. in here and, like, 
like if someone comes into a shop and they're like hey you know i i'm i'm giving you money you know and like they're not haggling on price or anything they're not trying to be a cheap ass right you should get their best exactly Mm -hmm. you know well this like you were just saying any any shop should be able to strive for that to want to have the best what what they're doing and not have somebody pick it up and be like man these guys are fucking hacks right yeah like if i mean if you're hacking stuff up you're never going to get to that point that fall line has gotten to so they obviously have a a a method for the madness basically yeah they they had all the knowledge too you know Mm -hmm. like you know dj and andy and all the guys like they've got all this honda knowledge but like all these other dudes that fall on they've got you know it just doesn't even matter what kind of car it is you mm-hmm. know like porsche knowledge they've got you know bmw knowledge like they know how to set up a car for every single track and then like all the setups change yeah you know like the car is not set up the same way for every single event yeah it's they're way adjusting. more in depth in actually like building are, race cars you know we build yeah. more like street have fun mm-hmm. race cars I and mean, we build race cars too but not like to yeah the, to and they do level. street cars I mean, they we we've yeah. got a couple they oh, I mean, yeah, not no. we but they they have a couple street cars right. mm-hmm. that was it was pretty cool they got a this dude in a wheelchair it was all hand controls it was making like oh that'd be cool it was making it was an, it was a bmw m4 like one of the newer not the one where they changed it to so like the ugly looking grill like the yeah. the two whatever but mm-hmm. it was like um aren't all bmws have ugly looking grills i don't know i've been i've been getting into them lately Hey, hey, get out of there. Hey, I just Hold drove on. that one, and I kind of liked it a little Someone bit. Someone get the fly swatter out of there. <laughs> just because there's a BMW in the shop, don't get any ideas. Hey, man, hey, hey, E36s, E36s. How long no. were you there for? That was probably about like a year, year and a half. A year? Yeah. And then um, after that, where'd you, did you go to K-Power? Um, no, after that, I went to go uh, do vinyl installation, like the wrapping, wrapping cars. Oh, yeah. really? All the Rose Racing stickers were yeah. originally OG'd by oh, Marlon. OG, yeah. So used you're to, the, I used to trade DJ. You're the guy to go to to get something wrapped? Is that what it is? I mean, hey, if you need something wrapped, yeah. Hey, now we got somebody here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We just hit about 30 minutes, so we're going to take a quick break here. We will be back in a minute or so. Goodbye. No. All right, and we are back. So let's jump into how Marlo got into Rudd's Racing. To so. be honest with you, I don't even know. Well, how long have you known DJ? <laughs> um, I think been thir- ever since I was 13. I'm 24 now. That's ever since I was 13 years old coming into the shop with Steve to <laughs> 1-6. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't remember Marlo too much prior to the 1-6 days. Very little when you came in with your car and stuff. But somehow afterwards, we just like, yeah. somehow, somehow, I think... Fuck, I don't even know. I always thought you were an asshole. Yeah, I probably was because yeah. I was pissed off. I know, there, so. I know. Like, you I was were like, always pissed off. When <laughs> <you were> <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, who the hell is this guy? This guy's pissed every f- day. Who's yeah. the fat guy behind the counter that hates <laughs> fucking shipping parts on eBay? Dude, that was, was me. Like, walking up, walking in every day, it's just like, yo, what up, Mark? And then just like little ass me, like walking behind Steve. Yeah. I mean, not a little, but I'm yeah. bigger than Steve. You're definitely bigger than Steve. <laughs> but it's DJ's just like mean mungin people, man. Oh, dude, every morning, every morning, it was funny. I'm just like, oh, fuck my life. <laughs> is it time for the fucking FedEx to get picked up already? Yeah, I, go I, home. I think it was mostly just because, like, I just came in. I think he just came in one day, and I was like, yo, you guys seen GLTC? I'm like, I need a cage. And I was, I was originally going to yeah. buy a car. I was originally going to, like, buy put the EK. Car. I was going to put the EK to the side, have the EK be, like, a little street car. Because the mm-hmm. EK is just it's a little sentimental thing, you know? Yeah. And then uh, all of a sudden, like, I looked at prices of, like, cage like fully built race cars already and like hondas and integras and stuff and i was like yo like this is way too much money and dj yeah. was like yo like you want to do gltc and i was like hell yeah i do you know like yeah. this shit's like legit you know mm-hmm. and he's like all right i got you like let's let's get a cage like you know let's let's get this all this set up you yeah. know let's 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 get this ball rolling 
yeah, it was. I mean, I think no bullshit. Your car was one of like the first full setup GLTC ones that I've done. I I think, I think it, it was, was the first. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the yeah. first. And we kind of had worked out something where I just gave him as big of a discount as I could, so that like he kind of reps our name and like dude, he's killed it for us. Fucking like repped it hard as shit. Was Talk. that your the house in Kenosha? No, no, we were at we were at Shop One then. Shop One, yeah. okay. Marlon, he's been to my house in Kenosha, right? Yeah, when yeah, he dropped off something, I bought a CRV from him. No, he sold, he <laughs> I, bought I a CRV bought, from me. Yeah, yeah, and then I sold that to Peter. Yeah, that thing's a beast. <laughs> yeah, does it still have the fucking lemonade sticker on the back? I have, so I bought. A oh yeah, because you took the shit off. Yeah. Well, I bought so like you know the Rambler Mikey. Yeah. How they did the chop top and mm-hmm. the CRV. Yeah, so you bought the shit from them. I bought yeah, I bought all the tinted windows and stuff, yeah, and I was okay. like, that makes sense. A little cheaper than just getting some windows tinted. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just buy the whole glass. Anyway, so yeah, we kind of got him into the i want to call it like a sponsorship like you know yeah. we have deals worked out where i give him parts at cost or whatever and you know little shit like that i do what i can to help out but obviously i'm not no big no, crazy I'm... company that I can pay him to race mm-hmm. um but anyways we did a cage and i think it turned out sick it tons Dude, of people it looks great tons so, of people it like great. it you it know so, so it's, a, it's a good one you know there's and we can always add more to it if he wants to go crazy later too but mm-hmm. yeah, I, think I think this was the way it is. this was what three years ago yeah, I would say. Yeah. Was it three? It's I like think two, it was two, three. three years Man. ago, something like I, that. I think yeah. it was two. I think this winter will make it three. Well, three years, yeah. 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 So Time is sure. flying by right now. I, swear to God, I feel like it, yeah. after you said that it was at Shop One, I do remember going over to Shop One and seeing it because yeah. I was like, whose car is this? Yeah. Like, oh, it's Marlon's. And yeah. I didn't even know you at the time. So I was yeah. like, oh, okay, Marlon. I, didn't, I don't think I, I didn't probably meet you until uh, this year. Yeah. I think it was this year. My what first was event. It? That was the, yeah, it was. It was Hanami. Yep. I think it was. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So then, after we got the cage done, uh, what was your next steps with that? Kind of getting you in the GLTC or wanting to get in the GLTC? Um, it was cage. It was seat, fire suppression stuff. You know, like trying to get everything situated and you know n- n- suspension. We've been dialing yeah, that car just, to make GLTC, but on his budget. You know, like it's, yeah. it's let's be honest, you, you ain't fucking rich, bro. Oh like, hell no! Not yeah. yet. Not yet. Knock no. on knock on fake table. We got here. Yeah. Um, hey hey hey. He's on his way. So, you know, we did what we could. You know, we had hoped that the year one you'd be GLDCing, but obviously he has to volunteer for grid life just to get track time. So it's it's kind of at their discretion if they let him in. Yeah. But mm-hmm. hopefully that's changing now. So just, it's just mostly just kind of like, you know, how can I how can I give back, you know, to an organization that pretty right. much, you know, just helped me out a whole bunch with sea time mm-hmm. and especially like i'm not looking to get paid by grit life i that's i don't want that you know yeah. i'd rather just volunteer get a little track time have fun yeah you know friends. and like even if it's like some hpd stuff like that's cool with me you know as long as i can get out on the track but at the end of the day like i really i really do enjoy like the whole like being a part of the organization the team yeah, yeah. but um most of the time when it came down to uh getting the car ready for gltc it was just mostly because the budget was just so small yeah um not really having uh sort of the time or the money to be able to like work out all the little kinks you know like a little you know fire suppression being like five six hundred bucks right. you know, a, a full-blown racing seat that's you know certified and legal and everything being in like another grand yeah um, i mean and you're at autobahn installing the kill switch at 3 a.m in the morning and then I'm talking shit like, oh, dude, get dude. your fucking ass to the track. That was, that was, yeah, I was at home. I, I talked so much shit. He was probably so mad, but I was like, dude, you, I just tried to talk shit just I, so he would get yeah. the race. I texted uh, you. I texted you. you. I was like, dude, I'm, I can't. And I'm like, get it's your, three, it's 3 a.m. I have no, I have no 
you, you know, like I need to use power tools and it's 3 a.m. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, like woke up and just drove all the way down there and I was just like, fucking kill switch is zip tied to the dash. You know? <laughs> hey, we tried. We tried. Yeah, you know? we did try. I talked shit. He did show up. So, you know. Hey, uh, yeah. props, showing up is a big Props thing. on that. Oh, man. Yeah. That was a really good time, though. So let's jump into HPD. So um, have you, how long have you been doing that? Basically since you've been racing since, since 19? Yeah, since 19. Since 19. Um, I didn't really get really serious into it until I got a couple jobs that were just a little bit more money that mm-hmm. I could throw a little bit more money at the car and just a little bit more prep. Um, and then another thing too was being able to actually trailer my car over there. Yeah, um, not have to actually drive it. Yeah, so. yeah. So like once I bought my Sequoia, um, just being able to load the car up on a trailer. Not have to worry about it breaking. So. Yeah. I mean, I've been stranded at Gingerman a couple times, you know, like <laughs> that's not fun. No, it, it what it's not, you yeah. know, and like, it kind of sucks. Like, especially when you have to call someone that's like back home, it's you that know, far, it's far away too. Yeah. So two and like, a half hours. Yeah. Like, like I, I remember with JR getting off the highway, like getting off of Phoenix onto the highway. Mm-hmm. We're headed home all of a sudden like the dash starts flickering i'm like yo I'm, i called him i was like yo i'm losing power like the oh, car's not no. the car doesn't want to run the car was running off a battery you know alternator went out um belt. dude it wasn't even that so it was the wire that goes from the um alternator to the fuse box okay that had split in half how it's just 30 <laughs> year old car yeah like <laughs> old you know uh that had split in half um something had arced and popped the fuse for the battery the 80 amp fuse yeah and then at the same time too the alternator went out um so like the whole car was running off of battery just a shit show yeah dude. yeah shit show so um had to call peter he saved me <laughs> we lost it we lost the side skirt on the way we were doing like 100 on the way back with a civic on the back of a dolly <laughs> it was sick hey but at least you got home that's yeah, fine yeah. <laughs> good story but uh but yeah I, my my hpd career quote unquote uh started with uh, career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my, my my driving career uh it started it started with jr um okay. i was working with him at the time at toyota and uh all of a sudden like he saw me with my red hatch gsr swapped and everything and he was like yo do you want to you ever been to a track day i'm like hell no mm-hmm. and he's like dude there's one coming up gps track time um you know just sign up we'll get your car ready for it and let's 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 kick it you know and so uh signed up and everything signed up for beginner show up and uh i'm all of a sudden i'm like yeah i'm here for beginner like where's my instructor and uh the guy that was running at the time he was like he's like oh man there's no instructor and i was like i'm like okay so what do i do like am i I not allowed to run can i get my money back and he goes no man just like he showed me a sheet of paper, and he's like, here are the signs, here are the flags. This is what you look out for. Don't crash nobody. Have fun. Yeah, have fun. <laughs> and I was like, well, we're just winging this by myself, you know? That's a little stressful. It, it was it was a little bit, but, like, my mentality was, like, I, I just want to be, like, I, I had pretty much stopped playing football for 18 years consecutively. Mm-hmm. Every single day of my life was competition. Yeah. And I needed something else, you yeah. know? And so, like, getting into a car and being able to, like, have that competition with myself mm-hmm. um, just starting out was something that, like, really drove me. Just really, I really wanted to be good at driving. I really yeah. wanted to, you know, have a fast car or whatever. And uh, JR hopped in with me a couple times, showed me a little bit of lines and stuff like that. And then uh, 
at the end of the day, it was pretty cool. Like when they had their beginner meetings and like everybody's talking over and they're all like, yo, who's the dude in the red hatch? And they're all yeah, um, boy. They're like, yeah. they're, like, yo, like, they're like, yo, that guy is not in beginner. Like that guy's an intermediate. And I'm like, no, man, like this is my first ever track day, dude. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, I'm sorry if I'm a little bully, but like, I don't know what, I don't know what I'm How doing. I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, this, yeah. Yeah. So like, I like, hey, man, you, you tell me to point by, like I'll point by, but like. I want to get I want to get close up to you, you know what I mean? Like this is fun. Like maybe I probably shouldn't in a beginner right. session, but like I'm here, let's go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then uh like as everybody knows that goes to Honda meet, all of the all of us that that ride with each other, that oh, we yeah. all this everybody thinks we're GLTCing it out. Yeah. Like, now nowadays, yeah. It wasn't like that in the beginning, but No, mm-hmm. no. It's but, cool cuz you got like a little crew that you I I don't want to call you guys a crew, but you I feel like you guys are a little crew that like, you guys go out and I mean, battle yeah. each other like Oh, dude, it's so much fun. Yeah. It's I so mean, much fun. I'm like just thinking about the tacos that you guys eat over there, like that's, yo, yeah, on hold by. on, I've been hearing about come these tacos. Dude, I went over there, I went over there, taco. and it was breakfast time, and I had like the, oh, I'm yeah. so hungry. You right had now, the, you had the chorizo, um, and you had I don't, the, the I don't eggs know. and stuff I, like I'm that. I'm like the whitest person. You dude, can we're imagine, about to stop so this. I don't even know what this shit was. We're talking about someone just handed me a burrito instead of breakfast, and I was like, yeah. So, so I don't, I can't remember. I think it, I think it started when I think it was like Father's Day or something. I think it was either. I think it was Father's Day, Father's Day gift or some someone, either Peter or Santos, they brought, I think it was Peter. Peter brought a flat top grill and mm-hmm. he texted everybody in our little group chat that we got. And it was like, yo, like we're buying a whole shit ton of meat, you know, like everybody pitch in 50 bucks and like, all right, cool. Like 50 bucks for the whole weekend. Let's to throw eat. it out. Yeah. 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 All of a sudden, all of a sudden it comes in and like it's Honda meat and like we're we're like loading unloading the cooler and like this cooler's heavy as fuck and i'm <laughs> yeah, like yo a whole cow in it <laughs> i'm like yo what the hell is in here and they're like oh you know it's like 40 pounds of this and 20 pounds of that and 30 pounds of this and bro it's like, a weekend <laughs> yeah like we had so much we had so much food that weekend that like it was just like we were just giving it away to people like yeah. anybody that wanted a taco like you want a taco like it felt like oprah of tacos you get a taco you get a taco like like me with the chicken nuggets at gridlock last week <laughs> oh, hey, who wants some chicken nuggets <laughs> yo i don't to be honest, i don't know what happened like i don't remember like friday saturday <laughs> i feel like that is a theme going on with this right now <laughs> i mean like i remember it but like but like i don't know what happened that i like i was like DJ texted or like Andy or DJ texted me like yo we had chicken nuggets I'm like yo I'm on the way yeah. I don't show up for like two and a half hours yeah. you know I mean? it was like where the well, chicken nuggets at they were gone but, they were gone but uh but yeah so together. like tacos yeah my cousins they they started the whole taco thing so mm-hmm. I feel like at West home. Michigan you guys are like the hidden gem that like no one really knows about but like yeah. if you walk over there you're getting a taco slapped in your hand yeah and, like, it's like a hidden a taco gem. a taco and maybe a shot of tequila like don't. So, yeah, it's. I mean, you're talking my language. You throw a Bud Light in there. Yeah, I, man. I probably wouldn't leave. We, we <laughs> won't. We won't let you walk away unless you have a shot with us. Deal. Sold. So, yeah. sold. What would you say would be your favorite track event? Honami. Everybody says I mean, it. Man, I, we I gotta knew ask. It. It's, I it's, knew part, it's part. It's part of look, that's what Okay. It's look. Be. Look. Look. You show up. It's all your friends, right? Mm-hmm. It's like even like even if it's people you've never met before, for some reason you guys just feel like you guys have just been homies Dude, ever since. You know, it was my first one this year. So when you're saying that, you totally get understand. What you're saying. Yeah, totally and then like, saying. and then like it's so sweet because um, I don't know, like in in the whole like event classes, like in in advanced class, right? Um, oh, you you should totally do it. Sorry. Um, Distract. Yeah. <laughs> Distraction. Uh, so like, so like, you get in, you get in, and it's like, it's, it's, it's so surreal for me because, 
whenever Jabay calls or whenever Mike Cohen calls on the radio, like, like, oh, like advanced 10 minutes to grid. And it's like all of our family, like looking around, like, yo, you getting ready for the session? You getting ready for the session? It's like, and that's all of us, like coming down the pit lane, like coming down the paddock and pits, like all like just bumping each other. Like we're just mm-hmm. fucking with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, and then, um, when the guy at the top, whether it's, you know, Cone or, or someone else, like we're, we're like usually Peter's in front and like Peter will show a five or Peter will show a four, like, or he'll show six sometimes. And it lets the guy know to let out six cars at the same time. <sighs> and like every, like from the moment they let us go, it's go time right out the gates. There's no warming up your tires. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing like, <laughs> like, like if you want to ride with us, like if you want to ride if you want to ride with us like you got to be ready to, to turn go, it on, boy. Like, right the gate, you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean like like there's no waiting there's no warming up there's nothing like that first lap that you're out there with cold tires and everything you better figure there it out no, there ain't yeah. no warming up boy. yeah there, there, ain't no there, no. yeah. there ain't no one as good as driving on cold tires as that crew right there yeah. oh man it's it's so much fun and like sometimes we like we'll dive bomb each other into corners and stuff like when the flag stand doesn't see us or something like ah, fuck it's it. just it's allegedly just, allegedly I mean, yeah allegedly <laughs> but it's just so much fun um there's just the amount of the type of people that are there and the type of vibes that that place gives off and that event gives off is just you know everybody's just kind of family it's really hard to find anybody without a smile on literally if you go around and just walk around everybody's having a good time everyone's just talking to new people and everyone's so fucking friendly dude and it's really hard nowadays to find events like that where everybody is so welcoming and ready to just talk with people. And even if there's an issue, that's why they'll put something over the loudspeaker and be like, hey, we need blah, blah, blah. And usually that's taken care of in 30 very minutes. Quickly. Yeah, you'll find it in 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's like I, mean, I said. It was like in JLDC. That was, they said, hey, Andy Schmidtergaard needs a B-series TPS. I was on my pit bike in less than two seconds. Yeah. And I, oh, was, yeah. I was over to him in under a minute. Like, hey, it you was, need a TPS? He's like, Oh damn! Right, I just got back from the top. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was sick because uh, like I was standing at the top when Adam gave a call that like one of the Falcon Tire guys, uh, I think they like broke like a like a fuel pump or something, mm-hmm. and like some random dude out of nowhere came and was like, "Yo, like, do I get to help out a Falcon guy? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. let me make this dude's day." You Everyone know? wants to help out, unlike you know some other type of racing where everyone's trying to keep secrets. You know, obviously in JLTC, I'm sure people have their secrets. They're not they're There's not willing to everywhere. share. Yeah, there's secrets yeah, everywhere. Me, me alone, too, you know, so it's I, I hope I have yeah. secrets next year that I don't want to share with people, you know, I mean, and it's part of racing, yeah. but secret, it is. Secret. when it comes to Honda Me, it's more or less a family event that everyone totally. just wants to help everyone. Everyone yeah. shares that, that passion, so, and it, it really shows, it really shows. Yeah, don't, don't bring, don't bring a crazy time attack car that's going to oil down the whole track. Yeah, yeah, it's not <laughs> yeah. No, one, no one wants that. Yeah, bring, no. bring your Civic. That's yeah, stolen. bring the shittiest car you possibly can. Hey, <laughs> yeah. boy, I was there. Dude, it was, was so there. cool. <laughs> it was so cool seeing that thing out there. That was really cool. Dude, that thing got a lot of looks. I was, re- we were really surprised about Dude, it. Dude, circle I, track cars do. I oh, swear fuck. to God, the circle track car got more pictures than any other car at the event like, i don't know why yeah but i maybe it's because it's a beat up car and people are like dude this thing gets down dude yeah. every, every time i pulled up into the lanes like in the pits and they were just like Yo, what, the what fuck are you is doing this, with this thing you <laughs> yeah. what, what is this out here like where's yeah. the dirt y'all <laughs> <laughs> people thought you were gonna hit them or something you know 100 yeah, percent. <laughs> yeah you because got gtrs moving over this is coming to get me <laughs> Corvettes, baby, I was yeah. hunting them down. <laughs> Coming out of the corners, Corvette looking up, they're like a whole track in front of you, you know, already giving the point by. Yeah. Just don't, don't hit want, me, don't hit me. Yeah, they don't want nothing in their door. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's just awesome. All right, all right. So we went over a little bit of favorite HPD, favorite racing. Um, let's get into a little bit of what's coming up this season with your car, what you're thinking, you know, what's the bill going to look like? 
Um, so at Hanumi this year, spun a rod bearing, the four-year-old, four-year-old B series, four-year-old B series. Four years of a beating. Come on, that's yeah. I mean, it's it's no bumblebee, but or Mustang, but hey, you know you, you can't know, complain. We we all can't be that. Uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> I just have Miracle strong. Motors, hey. so that. Apparently, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> my music comes out, so I'll go some, shut that down. Got some ghosts over here. But uh, uh, yeah, so um, you know, B series took a shit, mm-hmm. and uh, at the time, I was kind of like getting ready. I really wanted to do. I had, I had picked up some June Type Three cams way back in the day. Yeah. Um, I really wanted to do a really cool ITB setup mm-hmm. uh, with. Uh, I believe it was Hayabusa carburetors. Really. Um, yeah. So I wanted to do something pretty sweet, um, like that. And then had my buddy Rich out in England. He's a machinist. Super, super cool dude, like typical angry British guy. Yeah. Um, he I like messaged him about it and like he was like, Oh yeah, like, you know, I'm I'm planning on doing the same thing What's with some on it? Oh. with some R one, like Yamaha R one carbs and uh um all of a sudden I ordered everything and I had to order everything off of like his eBay, uh like the UK eBay yeah. because uh for some reason I guess certain um sellers on ebay don't want to do overseas shipping and so i ordered everything as if i was him and then uh sent it all to his house he unboxed everything and he was like yo like hayabusa carburetors look so much better than yamaha (laughs) carbs yeah like yamaha like throttle bodies and stuff and so like i wanted to do like this pretty sweet uh itb setup and uh through the course of covid and stuff like that like things kind of got drawn out so Mm -hmm. spawn a bearing um at honda meet which was one of the things that like i was bummed but i was kind of happy at the same time just because you looked like you had mixed feelings about it because i I remember seeing you and you looked like you were like a little bummed because you couldn't race anymore but you were just like ah it's all right yeah Yeah, it kind of does and like you know like uh at at the end of the day like i had fun you know i I had my fair share of cars that you know messed around with and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and so um, I had always thrown around the idea of like, well, if this B series ever blows, it's time to go K series. I feel like that's everybody that has a B series. Yeah, yeah, we're just gonna beat this thing until she blows yep. up and then hit yeah. that K series. So, so all of a sudden, uh, you know, part of me was like, all right, no, no, fuck that. Like, I'm gonna try and find a B series. Like, we're we're gonna finish out the season, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I seen the prices of B series. I'm like, dude, I could just buy a K. Sky like, I could totally just buy a K series right now. Yeah. Now is not the time to buy B series. That's for it is, no. no, I don't think it ever will be. Have fun finding a transfer those two. I mean, I for just, a good price. I just sold them for a good price. But uh, anyways, we'll talk about that. Later. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, so um, and you know, I hit up DJ and I was like, Yo, dude, like, what do I need for this? You know, <laughs> he's like, You're gonna need a motor. You're gonna need trans. You need all this stuff. And I was like, All right, cool. So that was like, All right, I'll. Uh, I'll figure it out. I'll figure out what I want to do. And so came up with some money. Um, talked to a buddy of mine that works at a uh, engine depot place down in Frank, uh, Franklin Park. Okay. I was like, yo, dude, like, find me the cleanest K24 you can possibly find. You know, and like, mm-hmm. I'll be down on the way. Texted me. He's like, I got one with your name on it and everything. So I went down there, picked it up, thousand bucks, drove it all the way back. Hey. And uh, it was funny too because my grandfather has this uh, Nissan Frontier. Mm hmm. Uh, it's like four cylinder five speed truck and uh, <laughs> I, I get down there and uh my buddy goes he's like he's like hey man you're gonna want to like haul ass on the way back and i was like why he goes look at that cloud 
like the clouds it's it, that's a bad storm coming on the way <laughs> i'm like i'm like oh shit i so, didn't even think about that <laughs> right exactly like i'm just like k-series k-series like I'm, I'm buying a k-series yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> so so all of a sudden we get everything strapped down ratchet strapped and everything throw the motor back and i'm flying on the highway and i shit you not like when wow. i was getting on the highway when i was getting on the highway from Mannheim, mm-hmm. half of half of the on-ramp was starting to rain and the other half oh, was wow. still dry and so I was getting showered on a little bit on one side. Yeah. And then as I'm coming around on the on the on-ramp to get onto 90, all of a sudden it's dry. And I was like, holy shit. We got to beat it. I am literally <laughs> like, I got this. <laughs> I started playing I, on, all on my Snapchat. I was sending DJ snaps and stuff. I was oh. like playing music of me like me flying on the highway yeah, doing like 90. And this like speedometer's on 85. <laughs> and then uh, red line. Yeah, yeah. And so so got home and, and uh, ended up loading, loading, unloading the the motor and like as soon as like i shit you not as soon as i put the motor on the ground everything just starts raining Boom. i was like we made it just in time that's one of those good feelings like oh man yeah. thank god i made it what the yeah. hell this happening while i was driving yeah <laughs> so so plans for hopefully next year um definitely going to be k24 mm-hmm. um i really want to do kind of like i mean i've had this break from since july you know yeah. um so have some money saved up my my ultimate goal is to make this EK like one of the baddest fucking cars I possibly can. You I mean, know? you're starting with a good platform because it is clean. It's very yeah. clean car. Yeah, yeah. The the story on the car is basically like um, I had gotten to a car accident on my mm-hmm. red car, um, probably like I don't know a couple years back. Um, uh, yeah, it was like probably a year a year before I put the cage in the car in, okay. the, in the in the gold car. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Got into an accident in the wintertime. It was like some black ice on the road. Hit a hit a light pole and stuff. Cause oh, it's like shit. Yeah, some lady some lady decided it was a really good idea to stop in the middle of an on-ramp. Oh, yeah. That's always wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> and so, like, I hit the brakes, and all of a sudden, the rear end of the car just gets super light. And, mm-hmm. and like, I'm like, all right, well, I can either hit this lady, or I can, like, thread the needle in between the light pole. Yeah. And then, as soon as I'm, like, steering the car towards in between, it's like she starts pulling over to the right, and I was like light pole it is you know what i mean like whatever um so then uh basically mobbed around in my grandfather's truck for a little bit for a couple months making a whole bunch of posts all over facebook and just scouring the internet trying to find something that's clean it's really hard to find yeah and then uh you know and then all of a sudden uh my buddy calls me and he's like yo he's like my brother's got his ek for sale and i was like what ek like you know, like, yeah, what do you mean? What do you mean? He's got an EK. Like yeah. I've been to your house. Like there's no EK there. Yeah. Come to find out is, um, basically it's a car that's been passed around from person to person, but it's never actually been built. Oh, really? Um, so sitting basically without a motor and stuff, uh, it was sitting no motor. Dude, it was, a, it was a tub. Like I really? shit you not. When I went to go and pick up this car, we went there with four, with four dollies and we ratchet strapped the car onto the dollies because there was no front suspension. There was nothing. There was no interior. There was no wiring harness. There was no hood. There was Jesus. nothing on this car. <laughs> and I think in a week, my grandfather and I literally threw every single good part that I had from the red car onto this gold car. And I had the car running and driving. And nice. like, and I shit you not, like the day I started it up, I was like, all right, got to go to work. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, so it was pretty sweet. But that's but always yeah. nice to have that type of turnaround because yeah. a lot of people aren't able to do that. I dude, it was, I had to make it happen. You know, yeah. I, I needed a car like that car was going to be my daily and stuff. So mm-hmm. Um, I needed to make it happen, but mm-hmm. so now that I have, you know, a daily and that car is no longer like, I mean, it could be street legal, but whatever. 
Um, we're not looking for that. No, no. no it's it's a trailer queen. It's going to yeah. go to the track, you know, whatever. Like, I don't know, maybe throw, like, some fake plate on it and take it to get oh, yeah. some ice cream or Seasonal something. Seasonal plates. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? But, uh, but no, the the plans for the car, um, I plan on doing, like, a, a Haltech. I plan on doing drive-by-wire. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to do, like, just something, like, that's just the the amount of quality that gltc brought to yeah. grid life or just to um that type of grassroots uh driving that mm-hmm. club racing yeah um the type of quality is just insane everybody from like the asm guys and andy smedegard and like now you got chris forsberg yeah. joining the ranks and like you you got your erica tills and like those guys are spending you know a bunch of time and like their cars are perfect every single event or every single it's race. It's just growing and growing and growing because yeah. I've been seeing posts and posts about everyone saying that they're jumping into it next year. They're doing it next year from yeah. people that are seasoned drivers in other atmospheres and it just keeps going. So it's like, oh man, all right, this is going to end up being something big very quickly. Yeah. And the, 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 the level is one of the things that's like, growing. that's like, I, I want to be able to know that when I, when I, start my car and when i turn that corner my car's not shutting off like it was yeah you know like all of honda meet my car was literally shutting off halfway through the corner mm-hmm. and then out of nowhere the car would start back up again Get back into it and then out of v then just VTEC. you know wow. like yeah it was like it was like going into a corner you turn in oh, and then like all of a sudden wow. like the car's like sputtering and everything and then like you got nothing and then corner exit like out of nowhere the car just turns back on oh and like i was like chasing this problem that and scary. that's why he's one of rotberg he said hey Hey, man. It's like, no, hey, no, 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 hey, no, 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 better myself every yeah. single session um i'm just a little bit more analytical when i drive mm-hmm. and like i like to pay attention and stuff i'm like what am i doing wrong how can i go faster you know like never put any blame on the car you know and so um that's how you get better though yeah you, just you, being able to like shed lap time and so it's like it's pretty cool like watching the progression like yep. when i first started driving like i couldn't even catch my family you yeah. know what i mean like and now all of a sudden like i'm i'm like nose diving santos going into turn five I think a lot of your a lot of your family and your crew they come in and they're like he's fucking fast now like <laughs> this motherfucker you know? like, <laughs> obviously i work on all your guys's cars so like i talk to everyone in their own way like i yeah. talk to you by yourself i talk to pete you know i talk to all the guys individually so like but at the end of the day, you all have the same shit to say. Dude, like, you but know, the, but you're, the you're fast. Is, they're they're calling you fast. They may talk shit to you. It doesn't feel like family, it, but it doesn't feel like it. Well, they're well, just that's a good way to keep it that way. Yes. I mean, you never want to say that you're the fastest. It's always say stay humble because that's how you get faster and faster yeah. and faster as you grow into it. But it's it's the fact that like like I don't think I'm that quick just because of the way that like I still know where I'm fucking up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, that and look where JLTC is. They're the top of JLTC is still way faster than us at this moment. Yeah, know? but hopefully with the new I had, setup, I had a weird, I had a weird epiphany so. that like I'm like, hmm, like I was like, especially at the Midwest race, I was like, JLTC is only two seconds faster than I am right now. Exactly. You know what I mean? So like <laughs> that, the, like the the pull pace, you know, at like two to three seconds, I was like, I don't know, maybe with a proper setup, you know, at least get a little bit closer, a little bit closer. But. How sick would it be to come out dragging your nuts and win 
jail to see your first time out. Like, dude, that'd be, that'd be sick as fuck. Already, people are going to be like, dude, who the fuck is this kid? Who the fuck this guy is, come is that from? Hamilton? Yeah. Is that Hamilton? <laughs> <laughs> the helmet? Yeah, the bald, He's bald Hamilton. driving that car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, I plan on I plan on making the EK pretty sick. I know there's okay. going to be, you know, I want to do you, PDM and stuff like that. Are you going to adjust the cage at all or like that? Or are you going to keep it as what I it think, is for now? I think DJ killed it with the cage, man. She's yeah. ready there's to nothing. go. There's a couple. So, like, there's a couple ideas that I want to throw past DJ and, you know, there's... Like I get weird. I, DJ knows. I get weird little ideas. You know, I, I'm you I'm dive into all the, the, the dive into the Facebook, the YouTube, I, everything. No, it's like that. it's not even no, that. It's, it's in his brain, in my mind. Like I just <laughs> I I have like setups in my head. Like yeah. like there are things that I want to do, and like because I know DJ can actually make them happen. Mm-hmm. Then I run it past him, and he's like, "Dude, you're an idiot." <laughs> you know, what nine I mean? times out of ten, I call myself the dream crusher. Not just with like, for example, last night Andy was talking about going Turbo K series in his EK, and I was just like, "Yo." Man, Man, that guy Ten grand. I'm crushing your dreams right now. You and like Marlo's the same way. I know exactly. I, what everybody look, okay, okay. So here's 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 my plan. Like this is, I've I've said it to DJ and I'm saying it again. So my plan is, I really want to do. So I have this like hood vent, right? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a KSR racing hood vent. Okay. Um, this dude Ken went all the way out in uh, California. He made this run of like fiberglass vents. They look super sick. Mm-hmm. My plan is, I have like this super cheap uh, carbon Empire. hood. and i want to cut the hood out i'll put the hood vent in but i want to make the hood vent like legit like i want to chop the front of the car off like like the the bash bar Mm -hmm. i want to i want to pull the bash bar out i want to have but i want to have dj so like he dj's been making those uh custom front front bash bars yeah so i figured that if dj can kind of mimic the factory bash bar but kind of like pull it a little bit forward more yeah i want to lean the radiator forward create Excuse oh, me, I get what you're create saying. Create aluminum ducting. Yeah, and then I want to lean the radiator forward and then have all the ducting just come out of the hood. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. So yeah, it reduces so the heat. It heat reduces cells. heat, but if you design like it, a V mount with no intercooler. Right. <laughs> but if you design it per if you design it properly, it actually creates downforce and reduces drag. Oh. Secrets to get to the front of GLTC. But it's but it, it's like so like a, a weird little thing is that like I want to get to a point where the EK is as close to like one of my favorite race cars of all time is any sort of GT3 Porsche. Yeah. Uh, just from working at Fall Line, like seeing well, you those. You see the technology person. that like the little shit matters. Like, yeah. I mean, here this is something that surprises me that no one in GLTC has done yet, and I think James Houghton might be onto it. And I don't know if he did it in a GLTC race, but I know he's done it before. Is a shark fin. A shark fin will okay. create downforce, but there's no rule in GLTC that says you can't have a shark fin for right. as added downforce. So if you mold a fin in the top of your roof, you're gonna add downforce. It's right. it's different downforce, but it, it is downforce. Yeah. So yeah, of course. And but I think I think like they might like be like, oh yeah, that's two forms of aerodynamics. You know what but I mean? it's not in the rules yet. Right. It could be, but you know that's something that you could get away with. Right. right. You can you can or, you, you know, can massage the rule book. You know, yeah. So. They'll be changed, but I mean, I'm just saying there's there's but, tricks like that. Porsche you know, only if you start winning. Show you, you know, it'll so. be changed if you start winning. It won't yeah. be changed if you're not winning. That's yeah. the thing. You yeah. know. Well, they're trying to make everything level or whatever they want to call it's, it. It's it's never going to be level. No. It's just the, the the people that the people that are have been doing this that have been racing that making a career out of racing like you know shop wise yeah. winning formula all those guys yeah. they're gonna find ways yeah. you know and that's kind of what makes it fun though it does for, for you as an underdog to come look, and swing it i feel like our shop is always gonna be 
you know, not always, but I feel like right now where the underdogs come and swinging for the top. Well, yeah, you got to think I mean? a lot of those so. guys have been doing this type of stuff for years. Yeah. If it's not in GLTC, it's in some type of atmosphere where oh, yeah. they've been racing, they've been doing, they have their team set up, they have their car set up very yeah. well. The ASM then, guys. So, I mean, exactly. Like if you go to a grid life event and you see any Smedergard Motorsports, like you see that whole paddock, like, dude, they got three car haulers that are parked sideways. Yep. You know, they're, they're creating out their little pocket, mm-hmm. you know, nine, 10 ASM built cars, you know? Yeah. And so that's going to be Reds. I have a feeling oh, yeah, it's yeah. it's going to be. Oh, yeah. We but are definitely. I mean, dude, we have 31, 32 cars at the shop right now. It's yeah, it's we're a fucking lot. insane. So but one one there. thing that I like, I like kind of like fantasize about that I know I'm just I'm I'm going to make it happen. Like it's not like now nah, I don't want to sound arrogant or anything, but like it's a really big goal of mine is that I want to be that kid that like shows up to GLTC and like yeah I get top ten or anything like that, but like like. I did it with, you know, the budget that I have, yeah. you know, and like, yeah, I'm saying like, I want to do hall tech and do all that, but it's also like the resources that I have being able to right. like, you know, get it at the price that I can actually afford it. You've at. set yourself up to be able to make that right. goal achieve. And then you put yourself in that position though. You yeah. Know, we're obviously here to help you out as much as we can too, but at the end of the day, it's all you, Yeah, you know, you, you know. put yourself here, yeah. you know, you made the stickers for us. You got yourself the sponsorship, you know, you just, by being you got, you to where you are so it's cool and so like with the knowledge that i've had from k power and learning under john coster like i'm making my own engine harness like Mm -hmm. it's all going to be mil spec you know i've got the fancy little bulkhead that you see from wire rye wire and like i want to do a little pdm like just all the wiring i want to do myself yeah you know because people spend seven eight seven to ten thousand dollars just on just wiring alone and uh to be able to say that like I wired the whole car and like just the, the amount of quality that I want to try and put and the attention to detail that I want to mm-hmm. try and put, um, you know, like I really want to do like some Lexan windows. Like I want to, I want to drop the weight of the car down. Like, uh, I found some carbon hat, like I found a carbon hatch, got carbon uh, hood. I want to cut my doors. You can do I want a to Lexan. I want to Lexan the windows. You That's do another. the wang. <laughs> hey DJ. <laughs> That's another thing I want to run past you, dude. <laughs> oh God! How do you, how do you chassis mounting his wing next? How do you feel? How do you feel about chassis mounting a wing through the Lexan, though? I'm down. I do whatever you want, buddy. I want to. I want to do. Uh, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> I want to do like a cool little uh, chassis mounted wing from like just maybe no, maybe sick. cut the Lexan. Cool like cut slits yeah. in the Lexan yeah. so that way I can you know yeah. slide it on through or something like that. That'd be sick. That'd be cool to see because we don't really see that too often. Right. Yeah. I mean, it definitely makes more sense than the way I have it on my EK. My EK, I kind of more or less just built for like time attack look. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't want to be that guy, but that track inspired. But yeah. I mean, my wing is bolted to my hatch, and so is my PCI wing, though. You yeah, know? but I've already exceeded the point to where it cracks my body yeah my car's turbo goes fast as fuck it yeah, definitely exactly. puts enough downforce like i mean it already cracked look like what was it last year i think eric Cato posted up that at road america he was generating so much downforce that it was actually ripping the hatch really yeah so if like you look at eric's car eric has pieces of uh steel mm-hmm. that's reinforced on the back of the mounting points of the pci wing uh that was because at road america it was actually creating so much that uh, the pressure was just tearing the hatch apart. Oh shit! Yeah, and so like that's and that's like a hundred and eighty horsepower car, you know what I mean? And so like that's crazy to think about that. Well, they're 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 touching a hundred and thirty going into the turn one at Road America. Really? Yeah, that is good to know. I mean, so the end, far of the, behind that. <laughs> the end of the day, you're going to be in at least one GLTC race next year. Oh, I don't care. On. You yeah. can mark my words. I don't give a fuck. I'll drive somebody else's car. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't give a hell what you have to do. We have to get you yeah, in a Reds happening. car, uh, you know, 
in jail to see next year. So if it has to be my old car and you have to figure out how to put a transmission in it real quick, <laughs> so be it. But hey, you know, we got to get you at least at least gonna one race. You know, yeah. We're going to make it's, it happen. My my goal my goal is to have have the car running and ready by June. And I, you have you have the right people behind you. 100%. I, I mean 100%. I so I had people. I had brought it up to uh Santos and Peter because obviously GLC is a money. It was a money thing last year. You were volunteering your time. I said, "Hey guys, let's fucking pay for Marlo to GLTC. And they were down. They were ready. But then you had already, that was for the Autobahn one. Yeah. And then you had said that you got to figure it out with Adam. So yeah. that didn't happen. But we were all three were ready to, to split it for you to just get your ass in GLTC. So yeah, I, you I have really the right people behind you, you. So, it's you know, don't don't think that it's all, you know, you just some sometimes struggle, you know sometimes so. i have a i have a problem with like asking people for help yeah. you know i mean you don't have to you don't have to ask but don't be afraid to just mention some stuff you know yeah. what i mean you're a good dude you deserve you deserve a chance to race and i mean i'm not saying that jlc is going to take you to the fucking future dude but i mean you don't know how good you are until you put yourself with the oh, with the, sure. the top dog. so yes. like look like dog. look at me I put myself out there. Uh, my goal was top thirty, and I did it. I feel like fucking king of the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm twenty yeah. spot twenty nine. I feel yeah. like I'm the shit. You know, yeah. so if yeah. you get out there and see where you sit, that's yeah. it's it's a good feeling. One so. one of the big things that like tickles my nuts on GLTC is pretty much like when I was growing up playing football. Um, I I was always taught that I want to go up against the biggest and baddest yeah. of them all. You know, like I I I I love that. You know, if like I someone, played football, so I know exactly. If someone, right? So if like, if like, if like someone was like, "Oh man, dude, we're going up against this team, dude," and they got like this dude, he's going D one. I'm like, dude, fuck that guy. That's what I like. Like, <laughs> like, like that guy ain't shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I mean, you get better by being with the best. It's exactly. That's the only way to do it. You can't simple. sit. You can't sit yeah. around with the people that are just bullshitting yeah. around and think that you're gonna get good. I mean, no. I do the same shit with paintball. When we we go out as a team, we suck, but we want to play against the good the good teams because that makes it's us fun. You, but it's that's fun, what I was though. just about to say. You have more fun when you're going yeah. against people that are better than you in whatever you're doing because yeah. then you learn more. As too. long as you go in with the right attitude, don't go in there thinking I'm gonna win today. Never. You go in there and be like, no. I'm gonna learn and I'm gonna have fun. Then I mean, I will give, give it, it my best. I will give it my best. Yeah. I will be you know as as cautious as I can when it comes down to you know lap one two mm-hmm. well god yeah trust me you get fucking the shakes i've raced a shit ton and there ain't nothing like starting a gltc yeah. race it, it looks like from because one of my favorite things is standing at turn one yeah being able to stand like but like you know how when like everybody else gets to stand at turn one they're all standing on like on the berm right yeah, you're like, like right up in i'm it. like my, my head is like <laughs> over the guard we're right. high-fiving <laughs> <on> the <window>. yeah <laughs> you know like like if i wanted to i could close your side yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> and so like and so like everybody going into turn one watching everybody on the brakes and it's just like oh my god and like one of my favorite things in racing in general is like the first like couple laps of oh, nascar yeah. you know what i mean so like the first couple laps of any race where people are just like they're trying to figure out where they can get they're trying to move up you know they're trying to just body their line exactly you know they're trying to work their way through and it it looks like such a a rush yeah and it's awesome a lot of people don't understand it until you actually see it because gltc at um gingerman is a fucking shit show at the beginning well it's not a shit show but it's so it's packed. a lot of cars There's so many cars and Look. it's like oh man this is about to be nuts and then you hear them coming around the back end and it's just yeah. <laughs> uh one That's of the awesome. best moments was race four um uh, dj you i introduced you to the prices on yeah. uh, spring or spring mm-hmm. kickoff yeah, those um, are cool. so sam and jake price uh this crew out of kentucky just two smoothest dudes ever yeah um father and son racing team 
Um, That's sweet. Knowing both of them for a couple seasons already, uh, being able to talk to them and everything, um, the entire weekend, Sam, or Jake, the the kid, he was pretty much top ten every single race. So race one, oh, two, nice. and three. Race four um, comes out, and like he's battling Ryan Upham, and like oh. Ryan Upham ain't no slouch. You yeah. know what I mean? But like it's it was sick because Jake would pass him, and then Ryan would pass him because. The whole weekend, Jake was 17 horsepower down and 150 pounds overweight. Oh, wow. And, like, when you're talking about being at the pointy end of GLTC, oh, like, every pound, every horsepower matters, yeah. right? 17 horsepower down, 150 pounds overweight, battling one of the top dudes in the series, um, battling for a fourth-place position. And uh, all of a sudden, white flag, Ryan or, uh, Ryan's up front, Jake's in the back. Uh, Luke McGrew and like all the other top dogs, they come flying back and like it just looked like Jake turned something on and was just like, if I'm gonna pass him, it's gotta be now. Yeah. Jake nose dives him going into five, and then you watch them go around six. They're door to door. They go into seven, and you can't see anything because you know seven is the long right hand carousel. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you see a silhouette of eight and nine, and all you see is Ryan's car. Oh. And you're like, where the fuck is Jake? Where the fuck is Jake? Yeah. Next thing you know, they're coming down 10B. You don't see anything. All you're hearing is cars. And then they're coming up of the crest. And you just see Jake up front by like six cars. Oh. Me and Sam started losing our shit. Sam That's started awesome. crying. It was like one of those moments where it was That's just like. awesome. Sam was so proud of his son. I yeah. mean, that's just awesome. Yeah. Like, well, it's just one of those experiences to have, like, right there being able to see everything like that and be yeah. involved with it. Yeah. That's fucking great. And but those guys do all the work on their own car, you yeah. know, so they, they do. They, yeah. They that makes all the old, difference old right there. They're old circle track guys, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, like uh, Sam used to be an old circle track driver. He used to drive Legends races way back in the day. Really? Yeah. And so Jake is, like, a national go-kart driver, like, national winning, oh, you shit. know, champion. So He's got a lot of experience. Oh yeah, like yeah. he's he's no slouch behind the wheel at all, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, just talking with that family and just kind so of so much like, knowledge. But it's also just like it's the knowledge, but it's also how smooth they are. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they're Circle all track brings a lot of ex a lot of experience to yeah. like a lot of different forms of racing that people don't understand. That's why I tell everyone. You should go circle yeah. track racing. Like you could should you should totally take his car. Circle I, track I want racing to. One we we got to go. We got to yeah, go do a day. But in all honesty, what I really want to do is I want all of us to have like a Ruds racing test day oh, next yeah. year. I would like, love that. I want to do a Ruds like, fest. Because like, like do a Ruds day for sure. Because because helping out you and Andy and oh, yeah. you know helping I know you guys, you, guys out, you can give me pointers and improvements on where I can drive. Yeah. Better oh, too, I need so. everything. Yeah. I need so it like all. <laughs> so like especially was it spring kickoff? Andy was having those brake issues where the yeah. car was like rotating crazy as shit going into turn one, going in all almost all the brake zones. Right. Mm -hmm. I was talking to Andy. I was like, "Yo, man, like, what's going on? Like, let's figure this shit out. Like, let's. I want you comfortable in this car." Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I don't know, man. Every time I hit the brakes, car wants to rotate on me. And I was like, all right, what about your brake bias? And then he's like, I got everything, you know, set full front. Right. Numbnuts forgot that he had his shit swapped. <laughs> he had it set full back. He had the lines flipped. Oh. Yeah, you remember that? He had the, he I had, don't remember that. I never knew. I mean, he told me that you guys had figured it out. Yeah. I mean, when I'm at the track, I don't really care anymore. Like, Yeah. But I, I'll help you before your track. And when we're at track, I just, just want to have fun. So, but so, like, but so, like, all of a sudden, he still kept, had that issue like the car was still rotating a little bit you mm -hmm. know and uh i was like all right listen we already figured out brakes like you swapped everything your right. car's still rotating what's the next step 
your next yeah. step just you can't change anything else right so like let's let's work on yourself you know mm -hmm. like when drive, you go just gonna drive the car when you go when you go into turn one instead of slamming on your brakes like you were you know yeah. ease into the brakes right. yeah. try and control the pitch of the like the pitch and yaw of the car yeah you know just try and figure out how you can control the car as best as you possibly can mm -hmm. and he did that and ended up being a little bit more comfortable with the car. Yeah, he got way faster time. as time went on. And he is sure. a driver. He's a good driver. He oh, is, I, I talk sure. a lot of shit to Andy and everything, but he is a really good driver. He, he yeah, knows you his suck, shit. Andy. <laughs> hey, but for real, though, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I really enjoy um, helping people out when it comes down to mm -hmm. driving too. So that's why I really want to do like a whole test day. Like yeah, it'd I drove, be cool to do like a little clinic day. For it sure. would. Yeah. And I drove Steve's car. I'm a fucker. Oh, understeers like a motherfucker. Dude. <laughs> I was trying to take that thing into turn one and gingerman, like turn one's fast as shit at gingerman. Right. Like, yeah. Like even though people think that's like, Oh, you got to break pretty hard. Like, Nah, like you, you, die, you, you barely tap use the brakes. brakes. Yeah, you, you're back in the you tap yeah. brakes. You you, that shit. Yeah, you're flying through that corner, and like, no matter what I could do, like, you just had to like throw the car into the corner. You it's know? scary so. because that's what he kept telling me when I was doing it. Because I was braking hard, 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 and coming into it, and I was like, man, I feel like I'm losing so much speed. Yep. He's like, yeah, because you're braking like a bitch. You need to just dive into it and jump it. Yeah, and he was like, come over here and watch all of us race. And sure enough, watching all of you guys do it. I was just like, all right, so this is what I got to do. I just yeah. got to grow some balls and jump into this thing. <laughs> I uh, I fell in love with Gingerman when I started watching uh, a lot of the GLTC guys, like when they would post their qualifying videos and I'd try and figure out like, okay, so where are these guys? What are these guys doing? Like, how are they running 37s in 180 horsepower cars? Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And like you find Mindless. little things. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and, you find, and you find little things and then the moment you get to the track and you're like, all right, I'm going to try it. And like the first time you try it, it's a little bit sketchy, but like sometimes a little bit sketchy might be a little fast. You know, you yeah. might want to be able, you might just have to learn to control it. So that was, that was, it was always fun. Learning curve, learning curve. That's what I've definitely realized as I keep getting out there with you guys, especially talking with you, both of you. It's just, it's a whole different atmosphere. You gotta, you gotta come to a Honda Meet Advanced session. We gotta push you around a little bit. No, I think that's what I'm gonna be doing all next year. It's yeah. all advanced. He's gonna be racing GLTC. I know. So we were talking that's about what it. We were talking. We're we, we gotta get the 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 EG in here at some point. It's probably not gonna be for a little bit until I grab grab the money that's coming up. You just stack your cash and then we'll figure it out. That's what but we're doing. That's what we're doing. We're trying to get everything going. You, and you we'll can't be have good. the wife spending all your money on Starbucks. We don't. We don't gotta talk about that. <laughs> or, you hey, actually, all, she, or you spending all her money? She don't listen to it, so fuck that. Yeah, hey, she didn't get this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's but, get into the questions. Um, the the viewers, listeners, whatever the fuck you want to call them, they got some questions for you, Marlo. The people. Someone's got questions for the me. The peoples have spoken. All right. First question is: um, Scott Giles says, "How can I also look sexy in those orange coveralls?" Oh man, I think it's the chocolate. Oh, sorry, dude. You don't, don't get know. it. No, but you know, you know what? It's it, the I, chocolate. At the end of the at the end of the day, I think it. He's got the style too. You know, he's, he's got he's, some swag. He's got the swag. You know, he I does. think. I think I he's got maybe a, a white beater. He's, he's got to let a couple of them. Yeah, or maybe nothing under it. You know, yeah, just, now we're maybe, you know, just just we maybe might be maybe just cover up spitballing. just cover up a nipple. You know, <laughs> I mean, word on the streets is if you let Marlo uh, race JLTC, <laughs> that that's how you do it. So. All right. Second question. Um, my wife asked if you made a special delivery to us today. Um, story behind that is my daughter is sick, but I was supposed to actually buy some shit from K Power. Okay. And she's gonna pick it up, but okay. I just, she was supposed to go today. Oh, really? we can get that thing set up. Yeah, what are you guys uh, picking up? Uh, BMW adapter plate. 
and okay. flywheel. So. Okay, sick. But the baby got sick, so she's been just taking care of it. So I don't want to send her in. So yeah, so she she probably thought that you were gonna pick it up. But anyways, uh, Mark from MXPI, the home of the Mustang House. Oh um, God. MXPI, all the people that want oh, Mustangs Mark, worked Mark, on. Mark, uh, yeah. Anyone that wants a Mustang worked on, MXPI is in Streamwood. They yeah. uh, <laughs> they love Mustangs. They work on them all the time. Hit them up. But. He asks, why are you such a bitch? <laughs> wow. Okay. I don't know about that. Now we're really he's, diving in. You know this. what? He's he's just mad. So like all of a sudden one day we were in the in the impound booth and like he's like he's like, damn, like let me know how much I weigh. And he stepped on a scale and he's like, uh, I'm like, hey, you weigh 175. He goes, dude, I put on 10 pounds. And I was like, yeah, your 10 pounds is right here. And I slapped his gut. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he didn't like that too much. He's nah. bad. Yeah, but he's cool. I love Mark. Yeah, we're he, just fucking with him. He's got a mean, he's got a mean tan line on because he wears those Jesus sandals. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So he's got mean tan lines on his feet. Oh, Sick. no. Yeah. The thongs. Awesome. No, the Mandals, bro. The Mandals, yeah. All right, so the next question is from our, our homie in the Goofy Gang, Conrad. He uh, says, what's the favorite thing about your job? Favorite thing about my job, I would have to say dicking around with everybody at the shop, you know, because, <laughs> like, we, we're such a close-knit group that, um, you know, on Tuesdays sometimes we all go out and do, like, a little Taco Tuesday or just, like, you know. That's cool. In the shop, you know, while we're working, you know, we just kind of have some fun with each other. Yeah. It's, it, it's just – that makes you got to better. you have to you know yeah. like it, it's got to be i'm pretty sure you guys fuck around all the time too you know yeah we try to i mean for for me my my favorite thing is when i can take the guys out racing you know and like i don't i don't pay for anyone to go racing but i do front a lot of the shit that takes to get there and when we're yeah. there um just to see everyone be happy and having fun you yeah. know and i like to see that the shop is successful enough that it can do things for that so like it's getting there though um for for me for me, it's just, you know, being able to share things with my friends, you know, like the fact that I was able to give you the discount I did on the cage and, you Which know, was the, insane. Well, it the goes, fact a, that long, I helped, it goes you know, a long way. I got TJ yeah. in a car, you know, and racing yeah, you know, yeah. a shit ton this year. This you year, know. it goes a long way. Yeah. I don't, yeah, that's my favorite thing is being able to see everyone else be happy with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm happy as fuck. Like, I love my job and everything about it, but being able to see you guys enjoy some of the stuff that my shop has to do, that's what's cool for me. Well, everyone's out there, like, fucking around saying how fun it was and like jumping out talking about after being on the track and shit like that yeah. it's a whole different experience and, yeah. and people that haven't experienced it before completely recommend go yeah. ahead and doing it because even if you're slow it's still fun jumping out and be like yeah man like turn three i was yeah. coming around and i've started losing a little bit and blah 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 and i love i love shit. giving ride-alongs that's, oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. yeah especially because like you give ride-alongs to someone that's like never really been in a situation like that before like you know they, they might have pushed a car on the highway right. a little bit but like they don't know what a car can actually do yeah and, and you like, do you know yeah so it, and i remember one time uh, i was giving a ride-along to someone and uh I was coming through, I think the session before that, I was on Hoosiers and just seeing what Hoosiers felt like at the time. And then I went back to street tires. But, like, my goofy ass didn't understand. <laughs> your your that mind was, didn't go back to street tires. Yeah, my mind didn't go back. I was ruined. Yeah, I got this grip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, like, and so like I'm coming down 11 flat. Like, I shit you not. Like, I think entering at, like, 120 oh. on the brakes, turn in, and, like, I'm thinking I got all this grip. And then all of a sudden I step on the gas and I'm like, money, 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 money. And then all of a sudden, like I dip my left tire into like the back left tire into the, into the dirt. Mm -hmm. And then like, there was like a, just a little divot and it just like caught it, swung it around. And then all of a sudden, like I'm sliding the car and I'm looking and I'm like, all of a sudden the car slips back and like, I'm facing the guardrail and I'm like, all right, well, if 
I don't do something right now, go. <laughs> I'm going to be one of the first people ever to smack this guardrail at Gingerbread, you know? And it's like, you got to be a real numb nuts to do yeah. that, right? And so all of a sudden I came like, I think you were watching, you and Mark uh, were watching. I, I, I was saw. like, I had to have been at least like six inches away from oh. the guardrail. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> it, was, it was such a fun time. But like my... my I uh, wish you had a GoPro for that. I, I actually do. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but the guy that I was with on the ride along, he was like, yo, that was the scariest shit ever, but that was, I've never like felt anything like that, you know, like... <laughs> The eyes wide open. Yeah, like, yeah, it's insane. Yeah. I mean, I gave my mom a ride along, and it was awesome because she was like, "Holy <laughs> fuck, what the hell are you doing?" <laughs> my, uh, my Peter gave my grandfather a ride along way That's back in, when Peter had Peter had this like orange fit, and like they were at Autobahn. Like fits aren't fast, you mm-hmm. know. It's still fun. It's still fun, but like it was funny because my grandfather's old drag racing guy, and he's like, "Man, fuck Honda's like yeah, straight Honda's. line." This yeah, line. yeah, yeah. It was like I'm the type of person. So like my grandfather and I, we have the relationship where like my car is parked next to his Mustang right mm-hmm. and like i'm like you see that you see that civic right there it's faster than a mustang old guy <laughs> he's like yeah right you wish and then uh so like catch me on the track <laughs> yeah exactly and so and so he took went for a ride along with peter and like he was begging peter to slow down <laughs> he was like he was like slow down slow down you know no 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 it's awesome all right all right so what's next next question says is from uh danny he says what is rdr <laughs> <laughs> RDR. I don't know so. All right, so so let's EF Danny. Yeah. Uh RDR is uh something that um Danny started saying. It was uh raw dog and random. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and so uh can we talk sudden, about what the, how this uh, arrived? So he just started saying it out of nowhere, right? And then I mean, I like, he, he probably raw dog and some randoms. No offense, oh, man. Yeah, let's talk <laughs> hey, about this. <laughs> hey, there ain't nothing Look, wrong. Man, I'm, just, I'm hey, just joking. I might be pleading the fifth, too, man. You never know. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> next question. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man, I want to start a URL. I want to. I think it's going to be funny. Like, I want to do, like, a little slap sticker, raw dog and randoms, just a picture of Danny's face. I like face. that. I like that. <laughs> I'd buy one. Um, Alex from the Goofy Gang says, why are you so handsome? Why am I so handsome? Is I don't it, know, man. Is it the chocolate again or what? I don't know if it's the chocolate. I don't know if it might be some genetics or something, but yeah, I don't be. know, man. Mama, daddy. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. Okay, the next question is from Robert says, who gave you your first ride along and what was the first K-Series car you drove? Uh, Just talked about the that. First, the first ride along I've ever gotten was, I think, with Robert. Is that Rosario? Yeah. Yeah, the Robert Rosario is the first time I've okay. ever yeah, had a ride along. Um PlayStation sucks, Robert. And yeah, so <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I, mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. I like I like my I like my Xbox, but Gran Turismo 7 is coming out and it looks kind of cool. It's got some JGTC cars on it, but Oh, damn. I'm but yeah. Good Xbox. Um Robert Robert took me out. It was uh Gingerman in reverse. Okay. Um yeah. It was so what, was the, what was the first K-series car you drove then? So the I I've never like driven a K-series car like on, like the on track. track. Okay. Um but also his his car like I we were at a I think we were at like a JDM Chicago meet and I was like I was like, "Yeah, man, like I've never driven a K-series car before." And he goes, he hands me the keys to his RSX and he's like, "Just take it out for a rip. Take it for a rip." Yeah. That's cool. That's nice of him. So, okay. That's cool. Uh, Adam Billings says, "Oh, I love Adam. Yeah, our drifter, our local, our local drifter here." Mm-hmm. Um, he says, "Is your Honda powered by a superior a superior Miata motor? Because the sticker on the rear rear window says you're a Miata." <laughs> and he said, "Also, how long have you had your car, and what made you choose?" Time attack versus other types of racing. I'm assuming he just means like probably road, road, road racing, road racing in general. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, have the Miata stickers from Miata Meetup. We <laughs> K Power Industries. It says I identify as a Miata yeah, for anyone yep. that doesn't yeah. know the back of his car. It's, it's pretty uh, funny. It's it was pretty sweet. So obviously because I worked there, I was able to bring my Civic out, and it was funny because uh, my cousins were cooking tacos, and so they brought their Civics out, and so all God, these tacos. all these Civics, all these Civics in a Miata <laughs> event were bullying other Miatas. <laughs> So, yeah, we had some stickers I identify as a Miata. That's cool. But um, I like it. I like it. What was it? He, why he said did how, long, how long have you had it, and why did you choose road racing versus something else? Uh, I've had the EK probably about three years now, the gold one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then why I chose road racing, uh, I think it just looked like more fun. I think it's also where, kind of where you fell into. You know, yeah, your family yeah. Your family does it. You had access to it, you know. So. Yeah, and especially like when you, I've been going to Honda Meet ever since 2010. Right, I think yeah. so. Not actually driving, obviously. Just going, but same just here. going. Same here. 2010 was my first one. Yeah. Even going though, that still gives you a lot of experience. At least being there and I seeing love how it. people drive. And but hey, like dude, dude, tell me, you remember the days of how hyped people used to be for like the? I mean, the giveaway. I tried to give as much shit as I could this yeah. year, and like. Mark from one six didn't even know that they were doing it. And then I said, Hey Mark, I'm donating stuff. And yeah. then he's like, okay, cool. I'm going to bring a bunch of shit too, which he did again. Yeah. So it was cool. This year was kind of like the hype was back, but dude, back in those days, we used to meet up at one six. There'd be like 14 or 15 of us rolling out from here out there. And then everyone was super excited for the giveaway. It was super yeah. awesome. Yeah, so I, I, think, I think, I feel like times, back, have, times have probably changed. They have know? just cause we got older. Yeah. yeah I got so. a K power head. I was happy. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's yeah. go. And I got a koozie. <laughs> You got the koozie? I got a koozie. We got a whole bunch of those. Sick. Bring those. I'd like koozies. Yeah. I'll keep those. I can get you a couple of them. Yeah. Wait, which one do you want? You want red? You want black? Can I get two? Can I get a red <laughs> and a black? Sure, why not? David's going to be like, hell no. <laughs> Man, we give those things out like fucking yeah. checks. You know? <laughs> that's awesome. All right. I think that's a wrap, huh? Yeah, oh, I think yeah. it's a wrap. I think we can, we're all uh, good here. Talk um, about a little bit of what's the shop's got going on here. Yep, that's so what I was just about to get into, kind of what's going the weekly, on here. The weekly update of the shop. Yep. Um, so this week's update is there's currently 32 cars here. That's it. I think you can probably you can probably fit a couple more. You can be like I mean I could just take my desk out and just put something up here. Yeah, you know. I mean, you really need the desk. We got a shit ton of cars, but the good news is, is like we had said last week, the big projects. um, We did complete some. We're just waiting on a couple little fitting. Mm -hmm. Um, So er, next week, those will be done and off to the dyno. We're gonna be. Um, unfortunately, Mikey still has his, you know, recovery process going. Mm-hmm. Um, so he looks like he's getting better though, as he keeps working. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's definitely awesome. I actually talked to him. He sent me a base map this week. Now nice. I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping to at least maybe get some remote tuning going on with him. Yeah. Um, no offense to anyone else in the Chicagoland area. I just personally just stick with Mikey. Um, but with these big projects I have here, um, we're going to be tuning with humble performance. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be renting one of the local dinos, and then Home Performance is going to knock out a couple of tunes for us while Mikey's still getting recovered. I don't want to bother Mikey with, hey, can you remote tune this car for me right now? Yeah. Well, I'm going to focus on getting better. Yeah. Uh, that being said, we still have a donation fund um, in the shop if anyone wants to come by and, you know, just help Mikey out. You know, anyone who, listens, anyone who listens to this podcast, I don't care if it's a dollar or whatever, you know, anything will help Mikey. He's He's been there for all of us, and he still needs our help, but... As far as the shop goes, yeah, tons of cool projects. Um, today I just made our post about hiring um, another full-time guy. So, yeah, we need a we need a full-time guy. I'm not looking for the highest level, 
you know, mm-hmm. willing to teach and learn, but also, you know, you got to fit in with us. So to fit in here is work ethic is more important to me than how much experience you have. I obviously I'm not going to hire someone that doesn't know how to work on a car, mm-hmm. but like, you know, I don't need someone that's had 30 years of experience, you know, yeah. so I can teach, teach the way, but it's more about personality and stuff. So, you know, we are hiring. Yeah. If you're listening to this next week, I will not <coughs> be hiring anyone for the next week and a half, two weeks. Next week, I plan on, when this is released, you'll probably have a few more days left to contact me. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking in two weeks, we'll probably make our final decision. I have a shit ton of people that are set up for interviews already, and I just posted a couple hours ago. Yeah. So, yep, that's going to be going on. We're expanding again. Um, obviously, expansion is good. That means we're doing something right. So, yep. yeah, that's pretty much it in the shop. And you guys should have people... Uh, test out just like torque some wheel lugs or something just yeah, to make like, sure fuck them out <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like how do you torque a wheel yeah how do, how do how do you pull in a car how do you start yeah <laughs> you know, can I you mean, drive stick some of the cars here are actually kind of hard to start because everyone's got their little security things you know <laughs> so no one wants their honda stolen but yeah within the next coming weeks you know there's going to be a new member to the team so who knows who it's, it is it's I'm ex- i mean i'm it's kind of cool you know being the owner mm-hmm. i got to you know, kind of hire someone else. It's kind of a cool process. Well, that's Not, I don't want to do it. You know, I had someone lined up. Unfortunately, I'm sure people listen to the podcast for. That's how it works. That's yeah. how it goes. It's a business. You know, you know I, I mean? get it. It's yeah. it's life. You know, sometimes yeah. people just go mm-hmm. down a different route. So mm-hmm. no one quit. That's good. So yeah. everyone's still here. We're just trying to expand. It's just the person I had in mind to expand with us, uh, our buddy JR. He's just pretty comfy at Toyota, and I don't blame him. So yeah. there's no hard feelings. JR is still our yeah. boy, and... He can come around whenever, you know, mm-hmm. but he's not yep. going to be full-time like we had thought. So yep. we got to pick up the pace from that. Other than that, we're good. So be looking out for that. If anybody wants to go ahead and try to contact him, uh, what would be the best way? Is it Facebook or uh, that or just come in, whatever, okay. you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to, uh, I mean, I kind of made it funny in the post. Like, Hey, we're not Walmart. I don't need yeah. your resume. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. Just come in and talk to me. And like, I'll tell you right now, you come and talk to me within five minutes. I know if you're either one, you don't know what the hell you're talking. You're just trying to bullshit me. And two, if you're going to fit in with the rest of my crew, yeah. you know, so that's the two main things that matter to me. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously thumbs up, thumbs down. That's how it yeah. goes. So <laughs> swipe yeah, left just, and swipe right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like yeah. Tinder up in here. Just, just slide on through, I guess. So they should that's totally it. make a Tinder for that. They should. They should I like it. it. I like it. I mean, everyone's hiring right now. So I mean, oh, it's yeah. hard, it's hard to find people, mm-hmm. and, but it's pretty easy to find people when you, get to work here you know and i'm not trying to toot my own horn but working on this type of shit is awesome toot, toot. and a lot of a lot of people <laughs> want to come and do it as you can see i have you know over 15 people to interview already and it's been yep. a couple hours so that's nice that's nice all right well we're gonna close this out obviously if you want to get in contact with anybody from Rudge racing go ahead facebook rudgeracing.com uh listen to us on google Podcasts. that is the main thing we are looking to expand again any recommendations anything that you guys would like to hear going forward Please contact yep. us. Let us know. We're more than willing to adjust anything. We are kind of working at it, as we keep saying each week. We're trying to make it better for everybody so that we can get everybody to listen. Hopefully um, this was interesting. And then, uh, Marlo, where can the people find you? I know you got some some Instagrams and some stuff. So Yeah. Uh, my Instagram is at Dusty Longwood. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dusty Longwood. All right. And then we're going to get the hell out of here. Been doing this for a little bit now. So, hey, man, it was nice talking to you, nice seeing you. Yeah, yeah, later. Pleasure, Pleasure having me. See you guys. Have a good one. Peace.